30s trying to figure it all out. Nice. My life got twisted when Corona came in town. Nice. Now it got me right back on my parents' house. Damn. I'm sitting here trying to figure this shit out. Hey. When I hit 30, thought I wouldn't be sad. for adults figuring their ish out. Welcome back to another episode of 30-ish. I am your host, Sasha Malakot, and you guys, we are on episode 10. 10! Thank you all so much for continuing to support and listen and interacting with me on Twitter. Like, y'all are the shit. Y'all are the shit. Like, I really get excited and so shocked when people give me, like, their feedback and, like, oh my gosh, y'all are really listening. Um, <laughs> but no, for real, thank you all so much. If you haven't already done so, um, I have a new series called When You Bet On Yourself. It's on IGTV and on YouTube. And I highlight small businesses, black-owned businesses, um, content creators, Basically, I want to shed light on individuals who are making a name for themselves. And I feel like with this platform, I should be lifting, as I climb, lifting people up. So that's really what that series is about. If you are interested in being featured on the When You Bet On Yourself series and you have something that you would like to introduce to the masses, please, please hit me up on Instagram or on Twitter at 30ish, which is 30irty underscore ish, as well as you can email me at 30irty ish at gmail.com. I am looking for people to feature. So please, please, if you have something that you would want to give out and share with the world, Hit your girl up, because I got you, and I want you to shine bright, too, okay? (laughs) In this episode, it was super, super random, you all. I had my homeboy in town. He wanted to say hi to my parents and my sister. So after we had lunch, we came back to the house, and we were just talking about, like, what we were discussing um, at the restaurant. And I said, you know what? Pause. This is too good of a conversation not to be recording it. So let me get out the microphones. And that's basically where this episode comes from. So without further ado, episode 9 of 30-ish is coming to you. It's called Get Me Out the Streets, okay? Because us single people, we really do want to get out the streets. But it's a struggle out here. It's like the streets don't want to let us go. But we're tired of the ghetto-ness. 
<laughs> Without further ado, y'all, enjoy. I'll talk to y'all later. You should let me love you. Let me be the one to give you everything you want and need. A baby, good love and protection. Make me your selection. Show you the way love's supposed to be. Baby, you should let me love you, love you, love you, love you, yeah. All right, you guys, we are back again with another episode of the show 30-ish, a podcast for adults figuring their ish out. And actually, I'm going to be real with you guys. This is an impromptu podcast, okay? I'm in Chicago. I have my homeboy here in town from D.C., Dewan. TSU stand up. We met each other when we was 18, Dewan? 18. 18. 18. I have my mother here with me. You know, she's always a welcome Michelle guest. Michelle in the house. <laughs> Michelle is in the house. And what really sparked this podcast was... Dewan and I, we went out to lunch and we were talking about our experience with dating. And it's always funny for me to hear a man's perspective because I'm so caught up in my world of what I think dating is and how dating is for me that I really wanted to shed some light for women who are listening in from a male's perspective on dating as well for guys to have an outlet. So not to say that he's going to be speaking for all men who are single out here in these streets. But he's going to give us uh, um, his perspective. And I have my mother here because she's been out of the game for how long, Michelle? 32 years. No, 32, 33 years. She's been out the game for a while. So. Very long time. She is here. As I was so eloquently told one time. (laughs) By my friend Alicia. Shout out to Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Shout out. (laughs) And I was not offended when she told me that. All I thought was, she damn right. I am out of the game for a long time. I've been out. So I can't give nobody any advice about being single. However, she can give us advice about how to maintain a relationship for that long. And I'm also going to call my dad upstairs. He's watching the game right now, but he will be here to give us his perspective. So we'll jump right into it. So how I started off, Dewan, is I let you introduce yourself. (laughs) <laughs> Let them know anything you would like to know about you, what you do, if you like, you know. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I'm Dewan. Um, Dewan Rudolph out of Washington, D.C. Uh, I work for the Department of Agriculture. Good government job down in, uh, down in D.C., Good government job. Don't let nobody mess up your good government job. I ain't gonna let nobody mess mine up. Had to put it out there. You never know who's listening. You know, so I am a single man out here. So let let them know that I got a good government job. You know, hello Um, in Chicago for the weekend. I'm glad to be on this podcast. You know, one of the things that I want to make sure that I did while I was here. Uh, with the kicking with the Malachites. Hey! Kicking with Sasha, kicking with her folks. That's right. Um, that was like number one on my list to do um, being here in Chicago. So well, I'm, We appreciate I'm you. Thank that. you for coming I by. I just feel honored that you wanted to come by and, and, and kick it with the Malachites. Yeah, you, you left an impression that's on just me like, yeah, uh, great. all those years Damn. ago in, in Tennessee. So I want to make sure I came back and, and, and saw you. Damn, okay, I'm making impressions on people, baby. It's not just you, baby, it's the Malakot, so that means the whole family. Okay, (laughs) if you say so, Sash. (laughs) 
So do you want to introduce yourself, Michelle? Any you want to do any new tidbits about you? Did um, anybody follow you from the other podcast? Did you get any new followers? I could have because I don't know how to 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 know who's following me or not. And sometimes if you do ask to follow me, I have to look at your page first and see if I want to put up with your ass, okay? But so with with saying that, I don't know Sasha. But I am Sasha's mom. This is Michelle. She keep having me on this podcast. I must be entertaining. So that's all I can say right now. Girl, you and all you can right. follow me at free at free Miss Missy. Yes, she'll she'll say that again at the end of the podcast. Yes. At well, dot com. Yeah, oh, you don't got no website. <laughs> right, I don't have to say. I told you I don't know that much about social media. Oh Lord. Okay, so Dewan, what is dating like for you as a thirty-two-year-old man living in DC? Well, you know, I was actually, you know, giving that some thought. You know, we're having lunch and, we're, and you know, we we're conversating about our our whole dating escapades. But when I, if I'm honest, I actually feel like I'm at an all-time high. Because I feel like as I've gotten older, my value is just skyrocketing, you know, because, you know, the older you get, you know, it's harder and harder to find a man with their stuff together. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I found my, my line blowing up way more than it did a few years ago. So, you know, I'm 32. I can attest to that. Yeah. You know, 32, <laughs> living in D.C., you know, I've got a good job, you know, I've got my own place, my own car. My, my stuff is together. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, my line has been, well, especially during COVID, it's been blowing up, you know, and so... And, you know, what's crazy, you know, is, you know, I'm, I'm not a, you know, I'm a particularly private person. You know, I don't have a big social media following. I don't have a lot of followers, anything like that. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm low key about what I do, but it's, it's been good. Business has been good in terms of the, the volume, the quality, not so much. You know, okay. I, I think that as, as I've gotten older, I've become more, um, I've become a lot pickier in terms of like, the women that I encountered. That's know? what I was going to ask because I know Dewan from being an 18 year old boy and seeing him transition into his manhood. And I can really tell like what you valued then is not what you value now. Like I can look at you and I know like your growth because I know you, but what, what are you looking for now in terms of dating? Well, I, I think that like before I put a lot of value on the physical you know, and now the way I view it is, you know, fair. I always say, fair exchange ain't no robbery. You know, so I mean, physically, you getting what you getting, I'm getting what I'm getting. But what else can you bring to the table? I mean, can you cook? I mean, you know, can you clean? You know, can you can you give me peace of mind? You know, and you know, a lot of times, you know, and I hate to put it this way, but women are or kind of in this position of, well, what can you do for me? But really, I feel like I'm kind of in the driver's seat. So it's like, well, what can you do? Like, what, yeah. you know, what can you bring to the table? I always say yeah. men can navigate a relation. Men navigate relationships. Yeah. You all decide if you're going to choose somebody to be with. We, unfortunately, don't have that power. We can give you some things to make you want to be with us. But at the end of the day, y'all have that upper hand in that type of way. So it's not necessarily what you can do for me. It's in your head. Well, what do you add for me? Like, not what I can do for you. I mean, granted, yes, you want somebody that's like coming in, bringing something as well as you giving something to them. But since you are in the driver's seat, like you said, you can be a lot more pickier and choosier with what you put up with. Oh, and what you decide yeah, most, to entertain. Most definitely. And like I said, you know, living in D.C., I've, I've, I've encountered a lot of women that out-earned me, you know, like mm-hmm. buy 
you know, tens of thousands of dollars, but it, it, it hasn't made a difference. You know, I, I think that a lot of them, particularly in D.C., have gotten to a point to where they focus so much on a career, on their personal life, that they're really wanting like their life partner. They're really wanting that that someone that they could, you know, build this, you know, this this I, I hate to say a fairy tale kind of relationship with, you know. And then the, when the reality hits them that, oh damn, I'm thirty something, you know, I want to have children, I want to do X, Y, and Z, you know, they. You know they're kind of you know they're in a position to where you know they, their bargaining chips aren't really you know they don't have a lot of value to them. So I, I think that you know it, it's I'm enjoying it you know most definitely. Like I, I've had you know I went from you know being someone to where you know I don't say I was a simp or anything like that, but I was definitely like on my sensitive. Let me take you out. Let me you know. Listen, the one is know, a light skinned man, so yeah. he had light skinned tendencies. <laughs> yeah, and I was over here, you know, I was writing poetry and you know all you kind of stuff. You know, yeah, all, all kind of stuff. But now I, I just kind of sit back and you know and enjoy. I mean, I, I've been treated to my last several days. I've been treated, you know, and it, it's been something that like it, it's new, but I'm kind of enjoying. Like, damn, okay, well, oh yeah, go ahead. You know, at first I would kind of feel a little offended with a woman picking up the beard, but I'm like, okay, well, you know. Go, go ahead. I'm not gonna stop you. Mm-hmm. You know, at first I kind of would, you know, kind of feel like, oh, is it that you can't think I can't pay for it. You right. know, I, I've got a good job. I'm I'm supporting myself. Got my own, you know, house, my own everything. But now I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, I feel a lot more comfortable, like in my skin. You know, I, I, I was so worried about like, damn, like, am, am I, you know, um, you know, am I a prize? You know, I'm like, oh, now I'm feeling like, oh damn, I, yeah. I, I, I am the prize. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not in a um, in a in a rush, I feel like I was so much in a rush to like get into a relationship, or so much in a rush a rush to just commit, you know, to show that I was like that ideal, you know, man, right. you know, and and realizing like deep down, like you know, and you would say this all the time, Sasha, like, oh, you're you're a excuse my language, but I, I'm gonna say a, a f boy, you know, like that was me, you know, I, yeah. I was that dude who I would do boyfriend things, but a lot of times I wasn't necessarily ready for that, like that. Be you know, committed. That, that commitment. Right. He was Nathan off of Insecure, yeah. ladies. That yeah. That's the type of nigga he was. <laughs> can, can I just ask a, a question? Yes. I've always wanted to know what that term meant. What an F-boy yes. is? So, an F-boy is basically somebody who, I would like to say, thinks that they are generally a good guy, mm-hmm. right? They're just a nice person, but they do things to make you feel like you're in a relationship with them. But then when you start acting like you're together, they're like, we're not together. I just wanted to do that because I I like to do that, but I don't want to be with you kind of thing. So you taking me out on dates, you text me good morning, you calling me all the time. Like Mm -hmm. you're doing all of these boyfriend things. But then when I think that we're together, you like, that's not what this is. Who told you that that's what this was? Because... Wow, okay. I'm going to try to think of what that term was called when I was single in the 80s. Right now, I can't remember, mm-hmm. but I'm going to dig real deep to find out what we used to call that term. How was dating when you were dating in the 80s? Well, in the 80s, were, were men the same type of men? Ha- men men have always going to be the damn okay. same. Okay. That's just a given. Men are always going to be the same. Um, personally, when I was dating, I always liked older men and stuff. And I know on your last podcast, it was something said about older men. Yeah, they got worms. That they have worms. <laughs> <laughs> and I did hear, my girlfriend told me that. And so funny is 
this because my girlfriend that said that to me, she was from Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. She said, oh, when I met your daddy, oh, he how old? You going to get worms. I was like, what the hell that mean? And so, but let me just say this. That is not true. Okay. <laughs> you do not get worms from an older man, but they, they damn sure pad your pockets with dollar bills and help you pay your bills, okay? Not saying that I was that type of girl back then, but hell shit. Um, okay, I kind of was. But that's okay. That's, that's okay, though. That's okay, though. But it's anyway, right. it's okay. dating back then now, I'm I'm just going to go from when I met your father. Okay. Okay, because I did have um, other relationships before I met your father. Um, what was the difference? Can I ask that? Yeah. Between the men that you you were dating and then when you met daddy. I think um, before um, the maturity. And I like how your dad had goals. He was such a gentleman. He, it was, I mean, especially with being a gentleman. I mean, he opened doors. Not like nobody had did that before, but it was genuine. It yeah. wasn't just That's a, who he was. Right, right. Because my exactly. father is a very kind man. Yes, it was just that who he, that's who he was. I mean, he would do stuff for... I saw how he treated his friends. I saw how he treated his, his soldiers that was up under him. I saw especially how he was with kids and things. And like you said, he's a very kind man. So that is really, really what... what Set him apart. Exactly. From everybody else. And things and it's so funny because my I had a girlfriend that introduced me to him because she worked for your um dad. When I met him, I was like, I know who you are because we had met before previously, which is crazy previously because right? we were both in the military. He was we were in the same company, but he had left the company when I came to the company, mm-hmm. but he had came back to visit people in the company because actually we worked in the same department too. That's so I worked crazy. in the same department that he had left out, but he had came back when he went to Warren Officer School to, to talk to some of the people in the department. And I remember I was in the cage. That's in the military. I was um, doing inventory on controlled substance, and, it's, and they have that in the cage. And I remember they came and introduced your daddy to me. But he would say that he don't remember that. But I remember that. He wasn't on his radar then. <laughs> I guess I wasn't. Shoot. <laughs> I guess I wasn't, okay? I don't know. I guess I wasn't. But I was on his radar that night, okay? So, okay. So, how was dating for you? You never answered that question because we got off tangent. Oh, how was... um. Previously, I, I was always the type of person that when I dated somebody, I dated for a long time. I was not one of those type of people that um, that had multiple people that I went out with. I'm I'm more of a committed type of person. So if I if we're boyfriend and girlfriend, that's how I am. I'm committed. But I will say that I everybody had horrible relationships. I had quite a few you know, horrible relationships. I had one, the first boyfriend that I, real boyfriend that I had, it was not a good, you know, relationship at all. Mm -hmm. But that was a relationship that you learn from. 
and stuff. And then I hate to say this, but I did mess with a married man too before I met your daddy. And I had an entanglement, everybody, that I just knew he was gonna leave his wife for me, but it didn't happen, okay? But it was an entanglement. Let me say this he was married, but he was separated. They okay. were not together and stuff. She was in Alabama and he was in station in uh Colorado. And but I just knew that we was gonna be together, but we wasn't. And then I met your dad, and and just from there, I met your dad, and like six months later, we got married, and we've been married for thirty three years. Crazy, yeah. That that's crazy. I can't even imagine meeting somebody six months, and then we're like, okay, yeah, we about to get married. I I just don't know if that could be me, but maybe it could when I find the person. It probably could. No. Could you do that, Duane? Um, I think it's it's possible, you know. But I'm a little shell shocked. I, I feel like I've, I've experienced, you know, um, you know, I've been married before. You know, I, before that, I you know I had a long term relationship where mm-hmm. I, you know I, I had a kid. I feel like I've had a, a ton of relationship experience. You know, I feel like it's possible. My, 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 you know, my, my blind the blinders are definitely off. You know, um, I, I think that the whole idea of falling in love now it's not like it's no fairy tale for me now. Mm-hmm. I realize like you know how much of a struggle it is, how ugly you know that reality yeah. is. It's beautiful, yes, right. but it, you know it's it, it's still like people don't tell you about this the ups and downs that you go through in terms of that and really what it means to mm-hmm. be committed to someone. You know, making a true commitment. You know, and I, and I, and I think that that's one of the things I think is you know in this you know day and age. Yeah. That, you know, I, even myself, I, I'll skate on you in a minute. You know, I will. I'm not one for drama. You know, I, I'm a serial yeah. monogamous. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've, I've had a ton of relationships. You know, you are a relationship type of man. Yeah, I'm, I love my women. I love. I like that. Okay. I love. You he love reminds me. Okay. If you guys watch Married at First Sight, you give me Miles. Miles is always in a relationship. Like Miles has been in ten relationships, and his wife Karen. Has only been in the couple, and she was like, "Are you the type of person that like just likes relationships? Like, do you just like being in a relationship versus like really wanting to be with that person?" And I was like, "Well, I think that if somebody was to meet me, they would probably be kind of like not turned off, but maybe a little standoffish because I don't have a lot of relationship experience. I have people that I have talked to, but as far as like boyfriends." I I've only had like real three boyfriends you know, for real if, for real. If I'm honest, I think a lot of it comes from like my possessiveness. You know, I I think that I I get into relationships, you know, just so I can really kind of like stake my claim on you know that woman. So is that you your know? toxic trait? It is probably that, would you, would you is. You know, that I would say I, I would say I would say that it is. You know, because I, I will. You know, I, I've been known to commit to relationships, but at the same time, kind of do, do my thing. thing. You do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm locking you down. That's, that's, you know, you mind. Yeah, yeah, you can't do nothing, but I'm going to kind of still do it. I'm going to still treat you like my girlfriend. You know, I'm going yeah. to be a gentleman. I'm going to open the doors. I'm going to pump your gas. I'm going to do all those different things that you're kind of looking for in a man. But, you know, I'm going to still do, you know, do my thing on the side, too. But I don't want you doing anything else. Mm. Wow. Typical, typical man. Wow, yeah, that's you know. interesting. That's typical. all I can say about yeah. that. That's typical very interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. want to do that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. What's so interesting about it, Michelle? Let's hear your thoughts. Well, how can you do what you want to do, but you don't want 
that female to do what she want to do. But it's all right for you to do what you want to do. Well, I'm not saying it is fair. You know, but but it is what it is. You know, and I think that you know to this day, I'm not bragging about it. I, I, yeah. I've, I've, I've never been caught cheating. Have I cheated? Absolutely, absolutely. But I, I feel like you know, in terms of like who like my my relationship, with my girlfriend is. Like I definitely. Um, well, can I say this? Not to cut well, you off. Yeah. I don't really think you were in relate. If you were in a true relationship, you would not have cheated on anybody. Mm. Mm. That's that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. What you was doing, you was dating. You wasn't in a relationship. Yeah. Because if you were in a true relationship, I don't think you would have cheated on any of these females or felt the need to cheat. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I don't know. You know, I I, I can see that. You know, um... I, I could definitely see that because I haven't had any long-term relationships, right. you know. And lately, little, let me backtrack. Lately, I haven't cheated on anybody. Okay. Like, you know, you know, I, 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 I would say this. He's a different lately, man now. Well, lately, I would say you know, this. You just lately. love women. Yeah, I, you I love do. women. I do. There's nothing wrong with that. I you, do. You love women. I do. So, so I wouldn't say that you were in relationships. You like dating because you love women. You like to have a female companion. I do. And stuff. Well, but, definitely. yeah. That's what I would say. So when so knowing that when you date now, are you are you dating to just say that you're dating and to see if you still have it? Or are you dating to find a, a partner? Um, I would say both. I always want to know like if I still have it. You know, I mm-hmm. I think all men have an ego. I, mm-hmm. I definitely do. You know, if I, if I see a fine woman in the grocery store, I'm gonna try to get a number just to see if I can still right. get it. You know, just to see if, you know if I'm still. You know who I believe I am. You know who I know I am. You know, like so, I, I I can't help myself. You know, like even like in terms of like having physical relations with a female, it's not that necessarily my, my drive is that high. I just want to prove to myself that you know, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to take it. Like I just want to prove to myself that you know, okay, I still have right. it. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's the case with a lot of men. It's not that like oh you know, oh, don't get me wrong, like men definitely have like a high drive, but a lot of it is really just that like just that. Exerting like that dominance, you know, mm-hmm. and really stroking our own ego. That mm-hmm. okay, well, yeah, I'm still this, you know, um, you know, as we say, I'm still a hound, I'm right, still a dog, right. I'm, I'm still, I still got it. That you, you know? still, that you could still pull yeah, somebody. I, I, I can still pull. You can still pull. And I can still pull them. So, so, do you mind if I ask a question? Go right ahead. So, what are you looking for now? What, what is your ideal relationship? I'm not talking about dating but actually being in a relationship now as a 32 year old man what is what is what are your um what do you call that that what i'm looking for what's the word i'm looking for sasha your um i don't know what you're trying to say oh baby oh my god the things that that you um uh, that's on your list uh Never mind, but just go ahead and ask a question. Well, It'll come to me what I'm um, trying to think of. I was just talking about this. I, I guess I've never really had a true friendship in my relationship. You know, mm. I've always been like trying to play like this gentlemanly, right. you know, boyfriend kind of role. Right, right. You know, and I've never really let you know women into where like, oh yeah, she's my friend, right? As well as like my girlfriend, right. if that makes right. any sense. You know, I've right. always kind of separated the two. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's really what I'm looking for. And also someone who can kind of bring some things to the table in right. terms of like, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely seasoned. You know, I've been yeah. married. I, I have children and right. things like that. So I need you to, you know, help me with this virtual school. Right. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I got it's you. It's my ass. I got you. Know, you. Can you, I got you. You know, yeah. can you help me with virtual school? Can you, can you cook? You know, can mm-hmm. you, you know, 
do things? Can you supplement me where I feel like I'm a little lacking? Right. You know, right. like I'm, I'm not someone right. who, you know, financially, I don't have a you problem. Want, you want somebody to encourage you and pick yeah, you up. And, pick me and, up. And, yeah, and, you know. And if you, if you don't have it, if you don't have the, the whole ball, you want somebody to help bring some balls to yeah. the table as and, well. And, you know, and generally, you won't have to pick up that way. You know, right. I, 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 you know, paying for things or playing that traditional man role right. is something that right. I, I enjoy. You know, if I'm, if I'm honest, it, it, it's, it's, it's healthy for my ego. Right, right. You know, it helps me feel like that I'm, you know, you know, that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm where I need, to, you know, to be. I can take care of myself. Right. I can take yeah. care of this woman if, if I have to, mm-hmm. you know, but, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I have a question. So, as far as, like, dating, do you ask these type of questions when you are dating to get to like no, the core faster. I, I do. Or do you I'm, just let I'm, I'm actually very straightforward. You know, like I'm. I'm like, yo, like, what up? I, you know? And I think that's how you should be. It's, me personally, I like straightforwardness. So, and and I just think now a lot of women don't have time for games. Especially so, at our age. Yeah. It's just like, like I told you. So I you, like that a lot. From, from dinner, I think with us, whenever we do get into something, it's going to be fast. Like there's no, gonna, there's not going to be no, it's, we've been talking for five years and now he's asked a question now. No, we don't have five, five yeah. years anymore. Five years is wasting It's going to be boom, boom, boom right. kind of thing. And with you asking those questions, you get people out there real fast. And that's what I have been learning with dating now. Like I got to ask the questions that are important. Because I have no time to just have some fluff type of thing because I'm not in that fluff space anymore. I want to know what's your five year plan? Like, what do you have? What What do you? Where do you see yourself? Like, is family important to you? Is it not important to you? What's your relationship like with your family? Because I'm big on family. You know, not to say that you have to be big on family too, but if you wanted to just be me and you, and I can't talk to my people, that ain't gonna work. And I have realized too, like. I love my family. Everybody knows it on social media. We do a lot of things together. So when I look for a partner, I look at people who can fit into my family. That if I can bring you around and you can hang out with my people without me being there, for me, I'm happy about that because I know, like, I'm always going to be around them. I'm never going to not be in a place where I'm like, well, I ain't talked to my mama. And, like, we don't have that relationship. We talk dang there all day every day kind of thing so like for me that's really important to me like family um but then I I do realize like like I said you just you start to zero in like I said I'm tired of being in the streets (laughs) for real I'm tired of dating like I got off of all the dating apps because I just think that's all fluff like I don't really want to do any of that anymore like I would rather go out and meet somebody and like literally like really date somebody to get to know them you know what I mean, kind of thing. Versus just what we've what we've been doing because we're so young. Where you're just looking for a good time, like. Well, right. I, I I'm sorry because I what I would say about that now, and I always say this. I am so glad that I'm not dating in you all's Girl, era right it's now the ghetto. because it's just like I I think for me with you all is social media means so much to you all. And y'all tell so much of your business on social media. and Well, I'm going to take that back because I think a lot of people get millennials and zennials confused. Okay. Okay? Not all millennials are like that. Yeah. Okay. Dewan and I and Sadia, we are a part of a millennial age bracket that was not that is not influenced by social okay. media that much. 
Now, there are people in that millennium bracket that do fit that narrative, mm-hmm. but a lot of us are not saying that we want a Cardi B and Offset kind of marriage. Right. Or we want a Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith kind of marriage just because that's what we see. Right. A lot of us aren't doing that. Mm-hmm. But it is there, so it does get subliminally put in right. our head that, mm-hmm. you know, this is what such and such looks like. But I'm not going to sit there and say that that's all of the millennials. Okay. I can't let you make that statement. Okay. Well, thank you for correcting me because I, right I, I thought that was all yeah, no, 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 millennials. No, no. Because we're from a special era where we remember before it was really the internet. Okay. How it is the, when there was no like, Facebook was not like hot like that. Facebook, okay. You only could have a um, college you address. You college, you could only get on right. Facebook. Get on Facebook. Yeah. And, and wasn't it called space... Um, no, we have MySpace. My before Facebook. Right. Yep. And before MySpace, it was Black, Black Planet. Planet. Okay. Yeah, Black okay. Planet. We come yeah. from a special time. Okay. Yeah. Where well, we I, what stand, it was. I stand corrected. Like somebody said, um, this is a, this is just a random thing on Twitter. They were talking about, oh my goodness, in 2006, you were in high school. Mm. And like in that thread, they were like just going on and on, basically saying how we old, right? And then somebody was like, I remember a time where we didn't have to be on the internet in order to have a good time. Like, yeah. I'm just so happy that phones weren't as to where they are now where yeah. you have to tape everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so many things that we got into that yep. oh, you only it's know true. because of the story that somebody told you. Right. You can't see any footage of it. And that was the special thing about us. Like, we weren't wrapped into that because it was just starting. Okay. Well, I stand corrected. Yeah, well, can, can I just say this? I just know... That as an older, as an older woman, and if anything ever happened to me and your daddy, I always say certain things that I would look for in a relationship as an older woman. Okay, do share. Okay, the first thing is because I am fifty. Well, I will be fifty-five, and for me, and if anything ever happened to me and Sasha's dad, which I me and I Sasha's doubt it. Dad. We're not yeah. sisters. I said, if anything happened to, to me and Sasha's dad, my husband and Sasha's father. Yeah, but I'm saying, <laughs> thank you, Sasha. I'm sorry, y'all, that this sounds strange. But anyway, if anything happened, and I always say this, and people always laugh at me when I say this. If you're my age, 55 plus, because I don't want no young man. I want somebody 55 or older. And if you don't have a passport... That tells me a lot about you. <laughs> it tells me a lot about you. You don't like to do shit. You don't like to do shit. Okay. If you are 55 plus, you do not have a passport and Michelle Malachite eyes, you don't like to do shit. So you will never, ever, ever, ever strike my attention. Also, you will have to have all the same things that Michelle Malachi have and a little bit more, okay? You will have to have your own home. So would you marry older again? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So I could possibly... Okay, listen. I'm definitely. not going to talk my daddy into nothing right now. I'm not going to wood. But you would expect me to have another father I at this ex- late in the stage no, of life? No, because... I, I'm sorry, did you say would I marry again? Yes. Oh, no, I would never marry again. Oh, that's okay. that's off the table. Yeah, I, I don't mind never you ever... dating if that's no, what you feel like you baby, I would never, ever marry again. Okay. okay, let me let me backtrack on that. I would never marry again. But if I'm dating you and your ass ain't got no passport, 
I ain't got no time for you because you don't like to do shit, okay? And I'm a person that likes to do a lot of traveling. And I don't have time for you to go get a passport because at 55 plus years old, your ass should have a passport. Simple as that. So anybody young man out there, you better have a damn passport by the time your ass is 55 with some stamps in it, okay? by the time he's 35. Okay, well, well, I'm 55, but you say 35, but damn sure by the time they're 55, they better have a passport. I mean, I look at that. And I don't want to hear that you just went to islands, okay? I I look at that at being 32 years old because I do travel like... Not to say that you have to have a passport right now, but if I meet somebody at 35 and they don't have a passport, I will feel some type of way. Now, I can introduce you now, where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. I don't mind being with you on your first trip somewhere. But later on in life, if I'm still not with a significant other... I'm going to be like you. Like, what have you been doing? Exactly. I have no time for you. Because, because our interests just don't align. Me, I, I just Not even that it just speaks volumes. I just feel like our interests don't align because I'm the type of person that likes to see it. It speaks traveling. volumes. And if that's something that you don't like to do, then that's great. That's, somebody's that's out fine. There for you. That is fine. But I like to travel. That's fine. That's fine. But don't come my way. All right. So at this time, I'm going to... Press pause on here because I want my dad to come up here. And I want to get his perspective of how it was dating for him. And then I also would like you and him to just talk about, like, how you have maintained a relationship for so long. Like, I could barely get over a year and a half hump with somebody. I, I can't imagine 32 well, years. Well, I, I'm not going to say that it's all been um, a bed of roses. I mean, yeah. I think throughout marriage. We're going to come to okay. it. Okay. I'm sorry. We'll be right back. (laughs) Okay, you guys, we're back. And I have my dad here with me, Antonio Malacato. Whoop, in the house. Okay, so daddy, I want to know, what was dating like for you when you were dating? It was like a three-wing circus. Why do you you say it was a three-wing circus? Because I was like... Uh, Were you an F-boy? Yeah, I was out there. <laughs> I was wild. I was still sowing my oats. I sold a lot of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like um, free-range chickens. <laughs> That's a great analogy. I think everybody can get it off of that. <laughs> and can, can I ask a question? Why was it like that for you? Is it because you marry young? That's part of the reason. Part of the reason was that, and in the relationship I was in prior to you, uh, was a lot of accusal <laughs> when okay. I wasn't doing anything, you know. So, uh, which pushed me out there, you know, and um, I could talk, you know. Yeah. I had a silver tongue, so they say. So I used it. Okay. In so, every way. So when you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Tony Bellacott. We did it. So, <laughs> who? Um, so what was it, I would say, because now I want to get to the part of when, the, um, when Dewan and I were at lunch, he had asked me, like, how do you think that like, your parents have lasted 32 years? 
And what I said, from what I can tell from being on the outside looking in, I think that you all accept each other. Like, I feel like you all are friends, you know? Like, at the end of the day, y'all know who y'all are, and y'all accept each other for who each other is, and that's how you how you do it. But I don't really know, like, what, what it has been. So how have you maintained a relationship for 32 years? Well, I'm going to sum it up like this. Kenny Rogers and the Gambler. You got to know when to fold them and know, know when to hold them and know when to fold them, okay? And a lot of it is that uh, you have to just be in agreement. Now, most of the time, I hear and I don't hear. Selective hearing plays a very important <laughs> part, you know, and uh, sometimes you just have to be humble. You know, you just have to bite your pride. And so that has sustained me for so long through my marriage, you know, and uh, I'm going to end with that. <laughs> well, and I would have to say that you have to like the person as well. Oh. It's, it's a lot to say that you love somebody, but you also, to me, to like somebody is, is, is far better than loving somebody because you really have to like somebody. And I and I we were just having this conversation in DC with our friends. Um, I'm sorry, in Maryland with our friends. And the one thing that I said that I can truly say is I like your daddy a lot. I, we, I, I do. I mean, I love him. I'm in love yeah. with him. Yeah. I love him, but I really like him yeah. a lot as a person. And stuff, and sometimes you're in a relationship and you don't like that person that you're in a relationship with. I I can truly say that I like your daddy. He makes me laugh. Now he gets on my damn nerve. <clears throat> I'm gonna tell y'all quite a bit, okay? Well, but can I say something? Yeah. Because you dominate me. <laughs> I mean, because you were know, finished. Uh, but let me get back in this to the game. Okay, go ahead. The thing is, uh, with us. With us, mm -hmm. toleration. You tolerate a lot from me. I throw a lot out at you. You wear I'm, me out sometimes. <laughs> I'm not gonna even lie, y'all. He wears on me purpose, out sometimes. Know, okay. I'm he doing my duty. He depletes me on the daily. Okay. He I'm depletes a, I do me. Double okay. Time. I do he depletes time, me on the know? daily. Why I just you know have what? to. Well, sometimes I just have to go in the room and just be like, please, okay, but, I've had enough of but you. But with this woman right here, I'm going to say this. Uh, when I told you initially when we met, I'm in it for the long haul. I ain't going nowhere. Ain't nothing you're going to do that's going to live me away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so a lot of times she was like, you know, I want a divorce. Oh yeah, I've said that on plenty of occasions. Yes, yes. You don't really want to divorce. Yes, I've said that on plenty of occasions. I try, I try yes. to run over. Yeah. he's a lie. Yeah, he's lying about that, y'all. Okay, I did. I did. Okay, you know, Sasha already put out that you abused me. No, okay. I did not. Say. <laughs> you know, Sasha already no. had a group of friends thinking oh, that you oh, abused oh, me. So no. please don't no. say you trying to run me over. I'm <laughs> okay. Please don't say that. I was another domestic <laughs> issue within the family that did not involve my. Uh, <laughs> 
but that please. has never happened in the But she though. made it lead to believe that it was that me that never happened but in, in, in a group of possible. people no. right, around possible. a group of people and okay. everybody looking at we me. But anyway. Okay, okay. Okay. But but the ones that was there, you know what I'm talking about. All right, come on. That's what I'm talking about. Gotta take it okay, back. go ahead. Go too far. So, so I have a question. So, if you, if you're advising Sasha as to what she should look for in a mate or in a husband, what, what would you say? Oh, that's good. Well, number one, I would say to look for somebody that's kind and stuff. I mean, and not just pretending to be kind. Somebody that that generally like people that want to be kind with people. Just watch how. This is something that I always say. In my opinion. I always say, watch and see if he pray over his food, okay? Watch how he treat his mama. Watch how he treat animals. Watch how he treat kids. Watch how he treat his, his family members. You know, it's certain things to look for. And I also always say this, and watch the things that they say. Listen to the things that they say as well. Because yes. number one, I don't want no man loving me to death. Okay, uh, that shit right there does not sound good to me. That that ain't nothing cute to Michelle Malachi. I don't want no damn man loving me to death. Okay, I don't want that type of love. Okay, so if you say to Michelle Malachi, I love you to death, she gone. I don't want no man like that. Don't love me to death. That means that your ass could kill me. Okay, I'm not, I don't play with words like that. So and, and don't and also the other words that I don't like them that a man said, I can't live without you. Oh, that shit ain't cute either. Don't say that shit to Michelle Malachi. And I tell Sasha and Sally this, this as well. Listen to what the man is saying to you. Certain words is not cute words. It's not words that you should think that that's great for them to say to you. Go ahead, Tony Malachi. Do I have time? I hope so. I hope Long so. ago. <laughs> Shut up. But uh, listen, on that point there, I uh, just want to say that um, I try not to be that type of guy that chase people away. And for you, I want you to look at Hopefully, I have set a pattern for you to admire. I think you've done a very, very good me. job. You know what I'm saying? I think you've you done know, an excellent my job. My value. At setting, um, you know, and so I think I did a good job. I there. think you did an excellent job. And I so think you when did I see an a guy that job. you like, and I know from you that you like the guy, mm -hmm. that I have a more, I'm pushed more to your side, mm -hmm. you know, in an evaluation, you know, so when it comes down to numbers, if the scale is level, mm -hmm. I'm gonna like t in your favor. Yeah, cause you like you like my college boyfriend. I did. He was he was weak to me. Yeah, I, 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 I did. Like, you know, cause I didn't I see like, I didn't see that. You I know? like. I thought he was genuine from the from from the uh, early he perspective. Good, he's a nice. Good he guy. was a nice guy. He was just yeah. too damn quiet. And and I just have a thing with people that's too quiet. They're sneaky. Why, 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 why did you say that? I just didn't think he was your type. I thought he was, he was too boring for you. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that wholeheartedly. Exactly. That wouldn't have lasted at all. Because with him, everything, he didn't do anything. 
I mean, it, and it's you planning everything. He's a country and it's boy. you. Well, yeah, that's true as well. <laughs> and things, but thank God, um, I'm a country boy. Um, but I also was going to say, Sasha, what I also think, and this just may be because I'm an older lady what? and I've always heard this, is nothing appealing about a cheap man, okay? Mm. Mm. And I'm sorry to Michelle Malachi, there's nothing appealing about a cheap man that, that I'm gone, cheap, gone. I, it's all right if you want to save and budget, but don't be damn cheap, okay? It's... It's, nothing's attractive about a cheap man so, at all. I have a question. So, Daddy, for so Dewan is a single man, right? Okay. What do you think is something that he should, that you know of being, you know, you've had two marriages. Mm-hmm. What What's something that you think any type of advice you would give to him as far as, like, dating or, like, looking to see what he likes? I'm sure your answer may be different from what he, what he wants. Is there a generalized commonality between men that you can give to him. Well, well I'm gonna well, say what Alicia said, he been out the game too long. Okay. Well, so so okay. So okay. see that's what I'm saying. Your mom <laughs> <laughs> she already like the tortoise and the hare. Mm. She's already gone. She is. At the finish line already. Mm-hmm. For me, for you, uh somebody that likes pretty much the things that you like. Okay. Had the same yeah. interests. <laughs> Mom, what are you laughing at? Do you? Are you gonna zip it? <laughs> zip it, baby! Come on, let let this man talk. Am I too slow? <laughs> All right. So, so the things that you know you like and that she's willing to bend. Okay. Uh, a lot of times, um, if you guys could like, you don't want a lot of drama in your life. You know, if you guys can like talk. And it doesn't get out of hand. It doesn't, you know. You got women that sometimes that become very aggressive, you know, and they they may not intend to be that way, and it may not come physically, but it comes verbally. Verbally, and so you have to know what you really want in a woman, and uh, once you find that out, then you you'll know you'll know. How do, when people say that you'll know, like, how do you get to the point to where you'll yeah. know? Okay, so, like, with your mother and I, mm-hmm. I knew because I, she was fine. So, it was just basically how she looked. It, it was that and our conversations, mm-hmm. her intellect, mm-hmm. you know. She and, was a whole package. Oh, she was that. a total package. Mm, y'all hear you that? She's mm-hmm. a total package, you know what I'm saying? And um, for me, I didn't want her to escape me ah. you know I knew this was the last draw for me I wasn't going nowhere after this and so that's where I've been for this long period of time so you were willing to like lay it out on the line hey. like this is hey. you are for me look like Sir Walter Raleigh when he threw the cape across the water across oh, the water uh-huh. you know I know history yeah I, I know I know <laughs> I know what this, you're talking about I don't okay. know who that person is but. you know so what he did was he took his cape off and threw it across a puddle of water so his lady could walk across there, you know? And that's what I would do for her. I love this lady imaginably. 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 
Okay. Thank you, Tony Malachi. You know what I'm <laughs> and she beats me up a lot of times, you know, but I'm still in it for the long haul. And and to say this, when I'm when he say that I'm beating him up and I always tell him it's because I always have the best interest for and that's you. True. That's true. Whenever he get mad at me because I'm telling him something, it's only because I have the best interest for him and for us as a couple. There you go. Anything that I tell him is always me thinking about us and him. That's true. Okay. As as you know, and it just makes me upset sometimes when he doesn't see it that way. Because anything advice that I'm giving or anything that I'm trying to do for us is always about us as a couple. I'm always having our best interests. And but what she doesn't realize a lot of the times I put up defenses. You know, he just like to give me a hard time sometimes. <laughs> I just can't just let it ride easily, okay? That's but I, I can't. You got another question? You got another question? You know, you know I do. Come on, I, I, come on. You know, I was thinking about just you know uh, being a man in my thirties. Okay. You know, and generally, for the most part, I, I, I've had a few twenty-year-olds, you know, a few forty-year-olds mm-hmm. in their forties. I've I've dated a wide you know spectrum. But um, as far as women my age and getting with women my age, sometimes you feel a little rush. Like, okay, she's in her thirties, you mm-hmm. know. So if I do, you know, decide to wife this woman, I have to kind of put like my my um, my commitment in overdrive. You know, because mm-hmm. her, her mm-hmm. biological clock right. is ticking. Mm-hmm. Every, everything is kind she of she wants everything done, done, done. Yeah, like, yeah. Bam, 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 right, bam, right, bam. Right. You know, and I don't know that you guys were married. You know, uh, you know relatively. Uh, relatively young. I was young. Yeah. I was 22, yeah, 22, and he was, he's 12 years older than me, so he was, uh, my, uh, he had those rounds. Yeah. 34. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at him. Yeah. I was and, on a quest. And, 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 and sometimes you do feel a little, you know, rushed to be able, you know, to try to like create that ideal kind of family, you know, with but, that. But, but don't that rush. Person. Don't rush it. Yeah. Don't yeah. rush it. Because when you rush, you are going to make a mistake. You're going to get into a situation where it's going to be irreversible. And to, and to get out of it, it's going to be catastrophic. You don't want to go there. You know, so if you find somebody talking over, you know, it's got to be somebody that's on an even keel with you. Yeah, I was just about to say that too, Tony. I think I think with, with, with that... I think communication plays a lot. A if you all don't talk about what what you looking for in that relationship, if it goes beyond mere, I mean, dating and mm-hmm. into marriage, then yes, you will feel rushed. But if you talk about all that beforehand, I think you know, and I think that's a lot of things that a lot of people don't do is, is communicate in their relationships. And communication oh communication oh. plays the biggest key. If you don't say, if you don't ask those questions when you meet this woman that's in her 30s, okay, what are you looking for if, if this happens beyond dating, if it goes to the next level of marriage? When do you want to have your... A child? Are you expecting to have one as soon as we get married, or do you want to wait a few years? But you know, I think that's conversations that you have to have. Also, along the same point, you don't want to get into a relationship with somebody that is financially strapped down. I mean, I'm just saying because it's not cute being intimate with broke. No, I mean mm-hmm. you go into the relationship and then you. You got to put all your finances into this part of it. And make here. sure their credit is good, too. 
I'm just saying. Is up. <laughs> <laughs> you're then. working on your credit. Okay, as long as you're working on, long as you're working on, you know. But 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 to say that it's a lot of people, especially black people, and it's, I'm sure it's other um, ethnicity as well. Whereas that's because we don't have a a, a relationship with with money and nobody ever really told us how to do our finances exactly and i think once you realize how important your credit is and your finances and saving is and your retirement i think everybody um because shit we've been there where our credit was bad Mm -hmm. and couldn't get shit where we had to go to rent a center to get furniture and shit like that and stuff but But thank the lord yeah thank the lord that you know things everybody go through stages in relationships and stuff i'm sorry everybody go through stages in relationships and so thank the Lord now we have good credit now and now we're at a point where we're able to do the things that we enjoy to do and stuff but it has not always been like that we had to learn how to have a good relationship with finances and understand how important our credit is so you're gonna get there you building yours back up so you're gonna get there because yeah, now there. you know you know you know no, that it's important. Important. it's important and when I was in my 30s shit my shit was was effed okay that's why we had to go to that rent center okay it was effed so but then when i found out how important my credit is in building my finances i didn't really learn that shit until my late and maybe early 40s and stuff so you know that's that's something that's good that you're working on it so that's great the thing is that you don't want that to slip away right you always want to keep that you want to you want to straighten that up. Yeah. You want to straighten that up because in today's society, your finances is going to get you the next yeah. level, the house, the car, right. the this, so, the that. I have a question, like okay. for Sasha. So, like you know, I guess for, for both, like as far as you know, like now, like so when you're looking at a guy, what are you looking at? Like so, uh-huh. I, I noticed, for example, for myself, like I've had a lot of women look at my social media page. You know, I feel like I've been judged. Off mm-hmm, my social media mm-hmm. page, or lack thereof. Right. Mm-hmm. I only I mean, got like eleven pictures. Like, right. so what are the things that you look at to where, like, you know what? Okay, like you need to have X, Y, and Z together. I feel like I do look at social media, but not in the sense of where I'm gonna decide if I'm not gonna talk to you or not. Like, if I, the only thing that could deter me from you on social media is if you have a, a Instagram page full of memes. I just, I don't, I can't tell anything about you reading memes you know what I mean like stuff like that bothers me but I do go off of things that I think my dad is the greatest person in the world kind of thing like he's never let me down and as far as like a man so like he's always my standard for me so I like to look at okay well how do you talk to me if you talk to me with respect like you know like if you can talk to me if you feel comfortable talking to me like how is our conversation like um, also, I like people who just think about me. I feel like a lot of people in our generation, we're so afraid of showing somebody that we care. So, like, we'll we'll wait until you reach out first kind of thing versus if you think about me, tell me that you're thinking about me. And that's fine. Like, I'm not going to think that you're a simp. I'm not, you like, I just feel like there's so many pressures that we put on ourselves. Um, and I do look at somebody who is financially stable. I think about people who... Who, who will accept me because I don't have a, a nine to five career. 
Like, I am an arts. I live in the arts kind of person, you know? Like, I'm very creative. So nine times out of ten, I'm not going to have that type of income that you would have. And how, how does that affect you? You know, like, if you can ride with that, then great. If you can't, then okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to... I know that I'm going to have to change because I feel like in relationships, you do change, you grow, and you evolve. But at the core, I would want to be with somebody who allows me to be me. Like, what I see out of my parents, they're themselves. Like, yes, they have grown. Like, I've seen them grown from when I was a little girl to now and how they have evolved with one another. But to the core, they're themselves. And I look for me being able to be who I am and you accepting me for who I am. And you encouraging me and telling me the truth. Like, hey, you said that you was gonna do X, Y, and Z. I haven't seen you do X, Y, and Z. What's up? Calling me out on it. You know what I mean? Like, I expect whoever I'm with to be able to like call me out on my BS. You know, be able to tell me the truth. I look for a friend as well. Like a friend for me is the main thing because without that friendship, without me liking you, like my mom said, that's really important to me. Like I want to like you because at the end of the day, love may go in and out. But I like you. I like who you are. And I do feel like when I get married, if I ever get married, that's the thing that I'm going to hold on to to, like, stay committed with that person is the fact that I like you. Don't go changing. Um, I had a question that I saw on social media, and my homeboy put it up, and he was like, when you have kids, it's basically non-existent for you to, like, date and have a relationship because once women find out that you have kids, it's like they don't want it. They don't want anything to do with oh. you. And I was like, I don't necessarily think oh, that's no. the case. I'm like, my dad oh, no, remarried. He had two kids. It's not true. I, th- I think that like you know, my, I have two children, and you know, like really, it's been like when a woman finds out that you you know, you have children and you have you know relationship with those children, you know, you you in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. they they they're attracted to that. Yeah. You know, um, you know. I, and it's like I, it was one of the main things that I was really worried about. Like, right. damn, like I, I was, you know, really kind of feeling down about, like, damn, I, I, you know, I've had, you know, all these different, you know, failed relationships. I had a failed marriage. I got two children, two different women. But I mean, you saw how my line was blowing up. It's been blowing up, and I have it on there. Like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I've got two, you know, right. my whole bio, <coughs> and it really hasn't made a difference. You know, just being like a man, I guess, in his thirties, you know. Having the stuff together, mm-hmm. like you still like and taking like, care yeah, of your kids at, at the criminal right. project because they want right. to know. We want to know, like, okay, like okay, can he handle this load? You know, like I'm, I feel like okay, I'm, I'm tested. You know, mm-hmm. and some women and women see that mm-hmm. and they are attracted to that. They say, oh, okay, he can, he can handle mm-hmm. this responsibility. You know, but I will say what I did respond with is it's not necessarily that you have kids. It's the fact of what is your relationship like with the women that you have the kids with. Yeah. Because I think that from me tells me everything I need to know. Like I think my dad is a great example of having two households, two two like separate families, but making them one. Like, and I think I don't know necessarily how you did it, but I never saw any type of anything between you and Miss Sylvia. You know, like everybody got along, everybody was mature about the situation. Like there was never any type of well, he can't see his kids kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I never saw that. So how did you go about that? Well, I want to say with my ex, we uh, ended that relationship as friends. Mm. Okay. And um, she never said anything 
bad against me to them, and I always stepped up to the plate for the kids. And you always and, took care of them, yeah, too. Yeah, and, and so when I introduced Michelle to Sylvia, they were all right. They were yeah. okay. They, they were, I liked her. They were, they were friends. Yeah, I liked you know? her. And, and I think she probably was watching how I would treat their kids yeah. and stuff. And I, I mean, his kids are my kids, are my kids, you know. So, and I generally liked his ex-wife as a person. And another thing, I didn't break them up. When I met your daddy, he was already divorced. I was already gone. He was already divorced. I didn't break them up or anything like that. And <coughs> and I have to generally say, I liked her as a person. She was a sweet person. I liked her as a person. And so, because she would tell me funny stories when they were in high school and things like that, when they were dating and when they was married and stuff. And I never, ever felt jealous about that or anything. You always told me, like, what type of man you were. Because I'm like, I see so many people who have these different families and it's chaos. Mm-hmm. But you, it, it, we never was presented with any type of chaos. Right. Like, Miss Sylvia was always Miss Sylvia. Like, right. she treated us very well. Yeah, like she always no treated of, you all yeah. very well. She always gave you guys something for Christmas. You guys always gave her something for Christmas and stuff. Family. I mean, yeah, we were family. We That was our extended family yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I Like I said, I generally liked her as a person. And so she was, she, yeah, she was, a, she was a sweet <coughs> person. That creme de la creme guy. Okay, creme de la creme guy. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, you guys. We're pushing a little bit over an hour. So, Let's wrap it as up. always, I like to leave off with advice. And since this is basically talking about dating for us in our 30s, but also having longevity in marriage, is there any type of advice that you all would want to give to someone listening and on the podcast? Let me say this real quick so I can get back to my game. Uh, the thing is, communication is very important in listening. Dude, you have to listen, and not all the time you're going to have an answer, you know, but together you can find a solution. Wise words from the king. Okay, and what I would have to say is communication is key, but not only listening, sometimes you have to hear. Okay, it's something you can you can listen, but if you're not hearing what that person is saying, you're not getting anywhere, and things. And also, I think you really love love is a is a very very big word, but to me, the most important word is liking somebody. You have to like that person in order to 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 have that good solid relationship because there's a lot of people that you love that you can't stand okay and, and that's why I always say I like my husband and things and then you you really like I said communication is the key you have to be able to talk about everything you can't be afraid to put all the issues on the table and stuff and <clears throat> And it's a good idea to know what you're looking for. But sometimes some of those things you could take off that list. That's that's not really all that important because you don't know what you're missing out because you don't want to be with a short man. Okay? That short man could be the the, the love of your life. You know what I mean? And stuff. So Her, I'm just saying. Clear. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm that person. Okay. Juan, you got anything? 
No, I would just say for, for the men to really like know your worth, and I think that like take like advantage that. of this time, you know, mm-hmm. like to where like they should be confident in who you are, and what you bring to the right. table. You know, don't feel um, rushed. I guess as men, like when we generally when we know, like mm-hmm. we know, mm-hmm. you know, it won't take a man, you know, a year and a half to, to know whether right. or not he wants to marry you. He knows how far it can go. Exactly. You know, really, generally, right off the bat. I, I, I have to agree with you. Yeah. I think a man know wifey material yeah. when they we, when they we know. Yeah. You know the we one know. that's gonna be your wife. Yeah, we, we know like who, who can be wifey and who can't. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we late we waste a lot of time uh, with people who aren't wifey material and, and really, you know, engage in I'd say acts that can really jeopardize that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you how many people have got, you know, a chick pregnant that wasn't wifey material? Right. You know, and you, right. you know, like, And then how many females yeah. have gotten pregnant from a guy that's not even boyfriend material? Yeah, boyfriend, okay. Yeah. And definitely not husband yeah, material. Yeah. Then you gotta put up with that person for the rest of your life. Yeah, I, I would say yes, yeah, definitely just like know your words mm-hmm. and, you know, don't um don't feel rushed. Don't also don't be afraid to consult people with greater, you know, knowledge yeah. than than you. I think that, you know, just hearing a different perspective, mm-hmm. you know. Um, from people who've you know been in the game for you know years and years and be able to share like you know that you know this this whole idea of relationships I, I think we get the whole you know really a a false sense of you know what a really real relationship mm-hmm. or commitment mm-hmm. is from movies and things like right. that you yeah know? yeah you just don't really really realize like how how tough it is and really like sticking mm-hmm. through those times that are um, right. that are difficult yeah you know? having each other back and can I just say one more thing Go right ahead. And, having each other's back and not taking each other for granted because a lot of time we take people for granted Mm -hmm. and stuff so i would say that as well and my advice would be on the dating spectrum of um asking those tough questions especially if you are a woman and you are looking to settle down you want to get out these streets you you are looking for your husband in a sense you know you have to start asking questions that's going to knock these niggas out right away versus staying in something to try to be like oh well maybe no there is no maybe if your goal is to be married then act accordingly ask those questions that you need to ask to break through that because i think a lot of us sit around and wait and wait for a moment to to see what somebody is going to do versus being like listen what is this to you and listening and hearing what somebody says mm-hmm. and making a, a decision based off of that and not looking at the potential because a lot of women look at the potential of a man and that can be great mm-hmm. but a lot of time that potential will put in too much of your time mm-hmm. and then you look back and your time has been wasted right. your time has been used up mm-hmm. and now you're like dang where where what do I have to show for my time that I that mm-hmm. I gave so asking the um, the hard hitting questions, just just knocking knocking it out, just narrowing it down. Because if that's your goal to be married, you don't have you don't. Why why are we playing? Why are we playing around right. anymore? Why are you entertaining things right. that no longer serve you? If that's what you want, right? Now if that's not what you want yet, and you're still exploring, then I still think it's important to ask those questions because you still should see what you want as a woman, as a wife, you know, what you can tolerate within a man. Dating is great for that because you realize what you like and what you don't like. Um, But if you are tired of dating and you want to, you know, get closer to, to, to life life as, as you look, you know, you want to get more into wife life. I think you have to ask those questions. Um, can I say one thing or were you still in your No, you could go. 
um, going back to wasting your time, there's nothing worse than, than allowing somebody to waste your time because your time is too valuable. And, and I think in this day and age, nobody should allow anybody in a relationship to waste your time. And so, because your time is too valuable, too, too valuable. Dewan, do you want people to follow you on Instagram? Oh, I, I like to remain low-key. Okay. I like to remain low-key. Michelle, low key. Yes, you all can follow me at, at Free Miss Missy. All right. At on Instagram. Free Miss Missy is her thing. And yes. as always, please engage. Talk to me on Twitter at 30ish, as well as Instagram. That's 30irty underscore ish. And again, thank you all for tuning into another episode of 30ish, a podcast for adults figuring their ish out. See you next time. Let me be the one to give everything you need. Sit everything you take me, baby. And every Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor FM. You can follow 30ish at 30IRTY underscore ISH on Instagram and Twitter. 30ish, a podcast for adults figuring their ish out.